Hey guys, Future Jasmine coming in. I just wanted to give you guys a little update. These next few episodes, probably three episodes, are going to be from the past towards starting October 2023. And then we will be back into the new year. And then it will be more current. This will be the last episode that will be up on like Apple and Spotify, but it will remain on my YouTube. So those of you who watch on other platforms, I'm so sorry, but we're just going to move to YouTube because the podcast after the next three episodes is going to be more like a catch up monthly, you know, refocus, stay make sure we're on our goals and all. And still we're going to have manifestations and self care reminders. So I hope you understand and I hope you stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to Sensitive Queen Speaks, where we talk about anything and everything related to business, business owners, artists, creators, marketing, daily life, struggles, self-care, and self-love. I am Jasmine, your host. Most of you may know me from Lou Rose, which is my small business. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Anyways, let's get into it. Alright guys, welcome back. We are on episode 12. Sorry I've been so absent. First off, tomorrow is tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's Friday. It is currently October 27th, so it's almost Halloween. And if you've been following my, my YouTube, and I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, I am doing a Halloween party and it is tomorrow, so I think I've been stressing about that so my body usually goes like when I know like a big social interaction or party or something like that is happening I think my body my body goes into shutdown mode I've literally wanted to get back into it like this past week but yet again I have not I've been stressing over it you know making sure I have everything making sure everything's perfect even though things can't be perfect but I've been stressing over that and just getting anxiety about that but I know I'll be fine but I think that's why I've been MIA and also what didn't help is that I got my period the other day um literally yesterday and that has also been messing with my emotions I've just wanted to sleep also when I get really anxiety loaded and stressed my body just wants to sleep like I just came like this past week I came home and then just literally slept especially the last two weeks like work-wise it's been really busy so it's been kicking my ass to be honest don't follow me on YouTube I do have some videos out about uh, about like unboxing Timu hauls for Halloween and decorating the house so go check those out I definitely want to make a video of like how our costumes turn out hopefully it's good uh, the one thing that sucks about Mother Nature coming is that uh, my costume is a bodysuit, so don't know how that's going to go tomorrow, so wish me the best. I really wanted to wait to record this episode to see how the party turned out, but I think by the time I uh, batch record the next episode, it'll all be good. You'll find out the next episode how the party went and stuff. So our house is all decorated in Halloween. I do have like blood bags that we want to fill up. We have these um, orange jello shots and I think it's going to be good. It'll be good. I'm so excited for the blood bags. I really hope they turn out good. Other than that coming up, the, the, the last the last thing that happened was my tattoo. 
I went to Cincinnati, which is like three hours and 20-ish minutes away from where I live. So we drove down there. This was back in September. I think it was September 20th. So it's been it's been a, like a month and five-ish, six-ish, six-ish days already. So it's completely healed. I do need to take a healed picture for her. My tattoo artist was so chill. Like, I was so stressed because she mentioned how she doesn't prefer anyone else coming to your tattoo appointment other than, you know, the person getting tatted on. And I get that. But also my anxiety was screaming and I was stressed out. But when I got there, I'm not kidding you. I will have a vlog on this, but when I walked in, like, the vibes were just so chill, and, like, the environment was so aesthetically pleasing, and all the art that was up, which was made by the other tattoo artists and her, it was just so, it was so amazing, like, I loved it. Like, this place was so aesthetic that even the bathroom was aesthetically pleasing, like, I you have to see the video. You guys will have to stay tuned for my YouTube to see the video, but everything was so aesthetic. Um, the girl that I heard, the girl that I had, her name was Lynx, and um, she was awesome. She was so chill. Uh, she was so cute, and her station had a lot of anime stuff, and that was so cool. If you're into anime, or if you're not, there is this anime called Naruto, uh, I think it's very well-known-ish, even if you're not into anime, but that was the theme of my tattoo. I got Naruto and Sasuke. I got, like, half their faces, like, for a good majority of it, and then, like, the little two scenes of them fighting and then, like, them making up together is on my... It's on my right fore... Not forearm. My right shoulder arm? I don't know what body part that is, but you know what I mean. Oh, maybe my bicep? I don't know. But it's not, like, on the bicep. I don't know. Anyways, that will be on YouTube, too. I do have a short on my tattoo, so if you're interested on that, you can find it there. I will have a vlog going up with how it all looked and stuff. I was actually so nervous. Like, I really wanted to get, like, a good vlog on it, but I was nervous to, like, whip my phone out and video record, but she was so chill, and, like, it took away my anxiety, so I was like, hey, is it okay if I, you know, take some snippets? And she was totally fine with it, so that made me feel better. It made me feel better that I asked instead of just whipping it out. I don't know. I'm weird like that. I know I need to... I mean, some places are weird when you're in public, but I think... I think it was good that I asked. So when we got to Cincinnati, I think we got there. My tattoo appointment was at 12. So we got there literally at 12. Didn't want to be late. And my boyfriend dropped me off. And then he went and, like, found a parking lot rest area to just... I think he, like, watched a movie for that was, like, three hours long. And then he went to work out in town. And then by that time, it was literally time to pick me up. My tattoo went by so fast. I did bring... I brought a book and I just had my phone, right? You know, some snacks if I got hungry. But I really didn't eat anything. I just stayed hydrated. But her tattooing, like... Like, I was really nervous, too, because, mind you, I haven't gotten a tattoo in, like, two years. Usually I get one every year, but... Your girl has been slacking, so I was nervous how it would feel because I was like, didn't really remember how a needle really felt, so I was nervous to feel that pain, but you know, I love the pain, um, obviously, because it's addicting, 
if you don't know once you get a tattoo it's so addicting unless you're really bad with needles maybe not i don't know so when she started tattooing like when she was doing the line art of it it literally felt like nothing it felt like a feather that was super easy that was like for the first like two hours and then she finally got into shading and stuff the worst part for me i feel like like wasn't even the paint but it was like my butt kept falling asleep because i was like in such like uh like i had to like almost be sitting upright ish but i'm still like laying down ish so that was like i just didn't know how to like position myself so my butt wouldn't fall asleep so I was like slowly like moving it around like I felt like usually I'm like a good sitter and like I don't need to get up and go bathroom and all my butt kept falling asleep so I had to like take breaks in between I think we took a total of like three breaks which was not bad because she had to you know take breaks too and a good two hours of it I was I mean in the beginning we were talking a lot she was so chill to talk to so easy to vibe with um but like I wanted her to concentrate too at the time sometimes I don't know like yeah I want to talk to you but at the same time do you want to concentrate like I never know how do artists feel about that I know on her website she 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 said how she doesn't care um but obviously if you want the tattoo to be done faster it's probably best to you know just you know chill let her do her thing right we talked for a bit and then i started reading my book once conversations died down and i literally almost finished my book I was reading an Allie Hazelwood book. I can't remember if it was. I recently finished Love on the Brain, and that was so good, but that's not the one I had. I don't know if it was Love Hypothesis at the time, because I know I was freshly starting to read, or if it was the second one of hers that I got that I can't remember the name right now. And the other two hours... I think we just mainly talked and I scrolled on my phone because I wanted to take a break from reading and then my phone was like slowly dying so I didn't really want to be on it so then I switched back to my book for the last two hours of it and then by the time we were done it was like 6-ish, 6.20-ish and then we had a three hour drive back home but it was super chill and then uh, did I work the next day? No, it was a Friday so I didn't have to work the next day. Ever since then really I've just been honing down on planning the halloween party nothing much has really happened in october i believe october is literally literally about to be over it's literally about to be christmas i'm not forgetting about thanksgiving but um it's just gonna feel like that because we have halloween decorations out right now and as soon as november 1st hits i'm the type of person to decorate in christmas so we're gonna switch over to christmas anyways so it'll basically be Christmas time with Thanksgiving in between. I just want Christmas decorations to stay up longer, so that's why I like to decorate so early. Um, I don't know, maybe you're the same. Let me know when you start decorating for Christmas. I know those who cringe about it are probably cringing so hard right now that I decorate so early, but it's whatever. I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. So throughout like October, I know the weather is also changing, so this is probably going into my mind being... A little bit more negative and you know wanting to escape from the world kind of thing that's also probably why i've been enwrapped in books a lot too because not a lot of good shows have been out so i've been like really in on reading right now because i don't know it's just so good and uh currently just finished the never king by nikki st crow and that has been so good um it's like this 
Peter Pan, Wendy, Neverland type of vibes, and obviously with a little spice into it. So that's really good if you like some spicy things. Supernatural characters, I really love this. This was like my first supernaturally book. Um, since I haven't read in like probably five years, I love supernatural things. I did get this other book. Um, I forget. I think it's called The Crown. I forget. I gotta look at it. But I think that's also supernatural. So I'm excited to get into those with a little bit of romance. Of course, we need our romance in our lives. But since I've been struggling like mentally, I think I wanted to little to talk a little about um, mind traps and habits to unlearn for your mental health. I know. Hope this doesn't sound weird because I am recording in my car because your girl has not had time at all at home to record. So, you know, we gotta make do on our breaks, right? First habit to unlearn for your mental health. Relying on others to make you feel fulfilled. I think this is a big one. I feel like a lot of people do this subconsciously and I... I I would say I'm a vic... Is that the right term? I'm a victim to this sometimes where I guess it's as simple as like let's say you look really pretty one day banking on getting all these compliments to like make you feel like so good about yourself but then like what if you show up and then literally no one comments on what you thought people were gonna comment then your mood goes down and it's like why did you give them the power to keep that happy mood up like why like you know you look beautiful just slay like you don't need comment i mean yes i know we do need some comments but you don't need those comments to keep that happy mood up as long as you know you look good just strut it like that energy will go off on them just one example there's so many other things but i feel like we do this subconsciously to ourselves why do we give people the power to turn our moods around like for the worst too part of the story don't give others power to change your energy especially if they're negative like you don't need that you know where you stand second saying yes to every request i am so bad at this especially when it comes to family it's so hard to say no i love them so much but you know sometimes sometimes you can't say yes to every request and that's okay like we're all human we have our own lives to juggle and if you really can't say yes, don't say yes. Like, why stress yourself out more when you know you can't fit whatever this request is into your daily life? Or if you don't have the energy or the time or you have too many things coming up? Like, it's, it's okay to say no. Like, you don't have to take on that request at all. Third, being, being unclear how you communicate. This is a big thing, especially in relationships. Um, like if you if you don't know each other's love languages or like communicating in one way, but really the other person is not understanding it at all. You just want to be very open with each other, like be on the same page, know know each other's signals or the way they communicate, so then you can communicate in their way and they can communicate in your way. Four, not taking or asking for help when you need it. I am so bad at this. So growing up, right, I had all these expectations on me, you know, be the best, you know, do good, good grades, all that, right? I think that's where I get the habit of for asking for help 
and just making it seem like I never needed help kind of thing but it's like why like if you truly need help if you truly need some direction like why not ask for help it could help you out and give you some insight that you didn't even know you needed I, I'm really bad at this even to this day I, I know I am but <laughs> I my personality is the type to just want to do it by myself get it done you know be proud of be proud that I did it all by myself but it definitely can be deadly because you can definitely drain yourself out too much and like you could have asked for help kind of thing. Just be mindful. If you need help, ask for help. I am sure people are always going to want to help you. Five, avoiding how you really feel. That is like a big self-care thing is to don't avoid how you feel don't push back your emotions make it clear how you feel accept how you are feeling and your feelings are valid no matter what I know I know a lot of times I can push down my emotion have the right to be sad kind of thing but you know my feelings are valid if I, if that's what I'm feeling then that's what I'm feeling just accept it six blaming others for your problems this this can be this can be a big one if people are angry at the world and they just try and pick anyone to blame for their problems when really you're not like they're not the problem of it you know it must be a problem within you or something you are struggling with and that probably also goes into like asking for help when you need it if you're struggling don't don't push it on someone don't don't push the blame onto someone when you really know who's to blame and if you need help just ask for help there are resources out there and I'm sure you have friends that um, would be willing to help you talk out your problems or get through your problems if you ever need someone to talk to my inbox is always open by the way be mindful you know when you have anger or you know you have problems you're struggling to just be mindful of who you point the blame to you may do it subconsciously again things are so easy to be pushed upon people when really they're not the root cause of it well yeah that's that's just a little random list i found of habits to unlearn for your mental health and now we're gonna get into the juicy mind traps these are like crazy how on point they are like we we probably don't even realize that our mind is trapping us in thinking like this uh, let's get into it. Okay, let's go over some mind traps that could literally mindfuck us all. We don't know it's actually happening. This one I feel like we can do often. Mind reading. Assuming you know what people are thinking negatively without having evidence or proof of their thoughts. I feel like this goes in hand with like a lot of anxiety too, like making things up even though people are not really thinking that oh he thinks i'm ugly oh the kids are probably laughing at me because i look dumb type of thing which also goes in hand with the second one jumping to conclusions predicting in the future that there is trouble ahead or things will become worse if i go no one will talk to me they will think i'm annoying i will get made fun of if you've been keeping up with my podcast when i was freaking out about whether or not i should change my career i was jumping to the conclusion of what if i choose this and then eventually it'll end in bad or if i choose this maybe i'll be missing out on something else you just you just never know the third thing shoulds unspoken rules about how you and other people should behave by using should shouldn't 
must or have to. I should start exercising. They shouldn't be so loud. I have to go. No one said that. No one said you should be doing anything. You can do what you want. No one is telling you what to do. You are your own person. You can make your own decisions just like everyone else. Certain situations can vary though. Or all or nothing thinking. Seeing things from an all or nothing or black and white and labeling people or events as good, bad, right, wrong, they are rude. We are no longer friends. It needs to be this way or not at all. Ooh, if this one don't get me, there are some people in my life who have to have it a certain way and nothing at all. Um, those are the people who are very close-minded and need 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 some need some enrichment to be more open to other things. Like not everything is about them. I feel like this can be a mindset very when you're very young because like i thought like this back in high school like oh if someone did something bad like oh we can't be friends that's it that's the line and sometimes i think that was the cause of some of my friendships and i was like but why like this could have been like talked through and worked through like we didn't have to draw the line so early like why did we give up so you know, young. I don't know. Personalization. When you believe what others say or do is a personal reaction to you or believing something is all your fault. They posted that picture because they know I will see it. I had to leave the party early and ruined everyone's night. Honey, no, you did not ruin everyone's night. It's not all about you too. But I also believe I do this a lot because sometimes I'll like be in like the worst mood or like the saddest mood just want to be in my feelings and there's an event going on and I'm like but if I go I'm gonna ruin everyone's party mood it's not gonna be great I'm just gonna be a bother there and that's really that's really negative like why do we think like that I have lost count what number I am what number I am on the next is labeling. Assigning negative judgments to yourself and others based upon a single event or behavior. I got it wrong. I'm such a loser. They are such a jerk for doing that. My voice is annoying. I feel like this one can be deadly in the fact like when we feel like we've messed up, we like to labor ourselves a disappointment, we ruined everything kind of thing, but it's like, okay, you did something wrong, let's not label yourself a disappointment, no one said you were a disappointment, I know you feel like a disappointment, but hey, let's not, let's not rack on ourselves, let's, let's think of what we can work on so we can make sure that this doesn't happen again or you can improve from this unfair comparisons placing unrealistic standards on yourself and comparing yourself to them like school comes so easy for them i will never be that good others my age are more successful than i am they are so perfect i think we all can agree that um we do this on a daily comparing ourselves to other people when we are on our own journey and we should not be listening or we should not be comparing ourselves to other people because everyone's life is going to look so different and ev you may think they're having the greatest time of their lives they could be suffering inside too you never know catastrophizing believing in the worst possible outcome and that you won't be able to handle it what if i get anxious and don't know what to say what if they don't feel the same way about me if i make one bad grade i will not get into a good college oh my gosh this is like me times a million I think about all the what-ifs all the time, but it's like you can't stress yourself out, then you psych yourself out, and then most likely it prevents you from being the best 
version of yourself. So that one can be deadly. Next one, discounting the positives, thinking that your value or accomplishments don't matter and focusing more on the negatives. I only made third place, so it doesn't count as a win. Even though they invited me, they are just being nice and don't really like me. That one can be a little bit discouraging, especially like when you can't help yourself be in a negative mindset, but that is like the best time to like look at the positives. Like you can say all those negative things to yourself, but then right after we need to flip that switch to positivity and look at the positives out of all the negatives or else you'll just not be in a good place. Negative filter, focusing on the negatives and ignoring the positives, creating a distorted perspective. I made a mistake, so now it's all ruined. I'm a failure because I forgot my homework assignment. That kind of ties in with the all or nothing thinking. I feel this doesn't happen, then everything is ruined kind of thing. Like, if one thing doesn't go right, then it's all done for. Like, that that kind of ties in with that one. Minimizing. Dismissing the importance of your personal qualities, achievements, or experiences example just because they sat with me doesn't mean they really like me yes i got a raise but it wasn't very big and i'm still not that good at my job that's so sad like why so negative like if you got a raise be happy that you got a raise you have meant something something you are of use to the company so of course you deserve a raise be like come on no minimizing here. Always being right. Proving to others that your thoughts or opinions are right without considering their point of view. I don't want to fight, but I know I'm right. They know I don't like that and did it on pers- purpose to make me upset. <laughs> so toxic. Oh my gosh, no. And the last one. Emotional reasoning. Thinking that your emotions are an accurately interpretation of reality without valid evidence. I feel sad, so I must be depressed. I feel anxious, so I must be in danger. They make me uncomfortable, so they must be a bad person. Ooh. That last one, though. I think I did really bad with emotional reasoning the other day. I wasn't feeling the vibes of this person. Knocking them off, like, oh, like, no, I don't like that person. But, like, I shouldn't do that. Wow. We are entitled to our emotions, but we also shouldn't make that an overall decision factor i guess you'd say like just because you just like for example for me just because i feel like the vibes are off with that person doesn't mean each doesn't mean every other person that interacts with this person will feel the vibes off i mean maybe they do maybe they don't i don't know i can't make that assumption but uh yeah all right y'all that's that's all the mind trips i um, wanted to read through and go through a lot of them tied uh, tied into each other a lot so I was very like do I feel it I feel like I'm repeating myself but hopefully not and I hope this helped you maybe and makes you more aware of your mind and how our mind can trap us and make us feel some type of way even though like we shouldn't be or that it's trying to it's trying to throw you with that negative energy and like we have to find the strength within us to stop it or just you know bat some positive words through it so it can keep the negative energy down i mean i know some days regardless we're gonna have that negative energy sometimes it's inevitable to push it away and when that happens i usually probably shut down and go into like self-care self-love you know doing what i want to do 
um, basically healing my mind, my motivation and energy. A little bit of what I'm going through right now, but that will be another story for another podcast. And for our manifestations, I have been lacking on manifestations, to be honest, and especially because I've missed like two weeks of this podcast, it hasn't been happening, it hasn't been like a weekly reminder for myself, so that's probably why I'm down in the dumps too. But I saw this one technique, it's called the pillow method. You, you write your intention on a scrap of paper and tuck it under your pillow. Then every night, read what you've written and really focus on it while you are falling asleep. I definitely want to do this because I wonder, like, if you're, like, focused on what you've written on that scrap of paper. I wonder, like, if you're a dreamer, I wonder if it will, like, go as far as it's in your mind, it's circulating, and then when you fall asleep, you're also having dreams about it and, like, what you could achieve or any ideas. It could be, like, an idea opener, too. So, if anyone does that, please tell me what your experience is, and I will definitely tell you my experience. I will try that this week, too, um, and then I'll let you know probably in the next three episodes because i am batch recording so it won't be till like the next batch comes that i will know what happens and for today's self-care self-love segment we're going to talk about some daily rituals to keep in mind to help you stay focused to relax get organized and get energized i need this energized one all right to stay focused get enough sleep Stay off socials for the first hour of your day. Do the most difficult task first. Ooh, I kind of like that one because sometimes you'll wait till the end to do the difficult one, but putting it in the beginning may keep you motivated and keep you determined and you're at your like most highest energy point when you start doing your tasks. I kind of like that one. Use essential oils to relax. Meditate, stretch, take breaks every 20 minutes. Try green tea instead of coffee. I don't know if I've ever had green tea. I'm not a big coffee drinker unless, like, my sugar is low and I need some sugar and stuff like that. But, anyways, to get organized, make your bed, tidy up your workspace, use a planner, prioritize your goals, make lists. Lists help a lot. Helps me be determined, but when the list gets out of hand, it can be stressful because it's like, oh, I have all these things to do. When am I going to even complete it kind of thing? To get energized, go for a morning walk. Get vitamin D. Stay hydrated. Try a cold shower. I don't think I could do, I don't think I could do a cold shower. I really can't. Uh, no, especially when the winter time comes. No, thank you. I nope, no. But if you'd like to try, go do it. I can't. All right, and our creative of the week goes to the lovely Ella from Beyond the Above. She is on Etsy. She is a crystal shop, crystal jewelry, necklaces, rings. 
so pretty. I love the different types of crystals and what powers that they give you. I have this one um, natural citrine necklace and that's all about like manifestations and I just really love it. It's so pretty. It's it is handmade wire wrapped as well. The crystals onto the jewelry is so beautiful. She's super talented. Go check her out. You can find them on Etsy. That is beyond the above. B-E-Y-O-N-D-T-H-E-A-B-O-V-E. Go check them out.